Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone Podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings. You can check all that out, folks, at KennyWhiteSports.com. I am excited for the uh, the week, uh, Kenny, because uh, you've added the, the NHL Power Ratings uh, to Kenny White Sports, and I'm excited about what this is going to entail, especially since I'm a big hockey guy, I make a lot of bets. Is it going to help me decide on which way to go, overs, unders, puck line, etc.? Oh, definitely. Uh, it's going to help you on sides, totals, puck lines. Um, it really helps with the eyeball test. Uh, I'm going to give you the power ratings for each team. You're going to be able to then decipher and say, well, listen, who's good, who's not. So when you watch a game and your team plays well, you're going to know whether the opponent was one of the best teams in the NHL or one of the worst teams in the NHL. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people know from looking at the standings of, of some of those type of numbers. But early on, there's not a lot of sample size. And those ratings change because of uh, injuries. And there is amazing Right now in the NHL, with as many injuries as there are to start this season, uh, there's goalies out and star players out everywhere. It's, uh, it's a big effect on, 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 on individual teams. And plus, there's fans in the stands, and that's going to have an impact, too. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, last year, playing without fans uh, for a majority of the season, we did have fans late in the year. Uh, but yeah, different story uh, for a lot of these rookies that maybe not used to that uh, uh, that many people in the crowd. Should be interesting. I thought there was a lot of good moves this year, but again, injury wise, you know, you're looking at Colorado with McKinnon and, and uh, Landskog. Uh, Kucherov's been out for for Tampa Bay. The Vegas Golden Knights lost Pacioretty. Uh, Tuck, one of their best players, out for the for probably three or four months, and now Mark Stone um, injured early on in the season. So what, a lot what? a lot of big time injuries. Listen to Kenny White. You are a hockey guru, too, aren't you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right, Mike's got a couple questions for you. All right, first sure. of all, uh, I got to know about the Bengals. Uh, for, uh, can they beat the Ravens, and are the Ravens this good? The Ravens are that good. I, I think they're one of the most well-coached football teams in the NFL. And their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, right now, he is on the verge of pushing himself into the conversation with Patrick Mahomes as one of the two best quarterbacks. I think his decision-making is getting better. Yeah. Uh, he, he is definitely learning when to run, when to stay in the pocket, when to throw it away, and when not. So when you start to do those type of things um, – you're, you're becoming a pretty good quarterback. John Harbaugh knew what he was doing. He says, I have built my team around Lamar Jackson, and that's what he's been doing, and that's why they're so good. John's the better coach, isn't he, than Jim? Yeah, by far. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, he's proven that out over the years, that uh, he's definitely the better coach. And Cincinnati Bengals, I have rated about an average NFL team. I do like what Joe Burrow has done. But I don't think they're in the same class as the uh, as the Ravens. But then again, this is the NFL. We're going to see a lot of upsets. We continue to see them in, in college football, but more in the NFL now, too. Uh, another team that I have some uh, great intrigue about is the Minnesota Vikings. You know, I think they've been in some games they could have won and maybe should have won, uh, won against Arizona as well. Uh, do you think the Vikings can make a playoff push? And do you think Kirk Cousins has been a little underrated this year? 
yeah, I think Kirk Cousins been been underrated for some time. I've always uh, had him rated very high. Um, I have him five points above the average NFL quarterback right now, which is a solid rating. He's a good quarterback. He make, can make all the throws. Uh, he's a smart guy. And I think last year maybe kind of changing offenses, Click uh, Kubiak, Kubiak stepping in, uh, changing the offensive round from what Stavansky had was maybe a little bit of a learning experience, and maybe they just got off to a slow start with it this year. You're right. They, they could have, should have beaten Cincinnati, could have, should have beaten Arizona, and could have, should have beaten Cleveland. So the tough part is, is they got off to a bad start. They're going to have to really work that much harder to dig themselves out of this hole, but I believe they can. Uh, the middle part of their schedule is going to be ridiculously tough. The end of the schedule is going to ease up a little bit where they get the Bears twice. They get the they get uh, Pittsburgh, Detroit, uh, teams that they can handle. All right, uh, Kenny, you know I like to bet, and I like to bet college and NFL and hockey and NBA and MLB. Any advice for what I need to look for when I'm betting NFL games at the half? Because sometimes I go chasing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You know, and, and half times are uh, really good to play, I think, because you can see how the game starts out. Some teams don't play well early, and then all of a sudden they, they make adjustments at halftime. Look at last night, Pittsburgh got out to a 14 to nothing lead at the half, or two nights ago it was right. Sunday Night Football, 14 nothing at the half. Seattle makes some adjustments at halftime, goes right down the field and scores, and they make it a football game. So uh, a lot of people, you know, they bet what they saw last. At halftimes, a lot of times, one team has a great first half, everybody jumps on them in the second half. I know we've got a lot of contrarian friends that... They make money betting against what they think the general public's going to bet. Uh, not every you can't bet every single game, but some games where it just looks that obvious. Pittsburgh, Seattle was definitely an obvious one. Everybody was betting Pittsburgh in the second half. After they had a fourteen nothing lead, they don't care about winning by twenty eight. They just care about winning the game. Right, right. Speaking of which, I caught the I had the over on that game and whew, I sweated that one like crazy. All right. <laughs> We are the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with the infamous, the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White. And brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. And and Kenny, tell everybody what Kenny White Sports is all about. A lot of great information, Bob. It's a site that continues to evolve. Uh, You know, the future of Kenny White Sports is going to be stats and trends and information weather everything you can imagine everything you need to use to bet sports and that is all you know on the way right now we have uh, six handicappers on the site supplying great picks i know five of them are doing very very well for the year uh also the power ratings.com 19.99 for a month you get all the updated power ratings college football nfl nhl ending nba today because it's uh tuesday right uh, beginning of the season and we will be putting those uh, on board so um all those are there 1999 a month you get all of them updated power ratings and updated projections for all four sports i'm really excited about the power ratings for nhl and nba coming on board it's going to help me out a lot because i bet both sports um are you going to be doing something similar with college basketball Yes, we'll be adding college basketball. I was going to ask you if you had looked at the uh, the goalie ratings yet and being able to evaluate the first string and second string goalies. I've had a lot of clients ask me, hey, Ken, uh, 
you know, when there's a goal, late goalie change, I, I don't have any ratings. Can you can you help me out here and let me know what the difference is between the starting goalie and the and the second string goalie? So I added that yesterday to the chart. Um, I think the biggest differential from any team is Tampa Bay going from Vasilevsky to Brian Elliott, a 54 cent drop off. Wow! Mm, holy cow! That's that's huge. All right, um, let's move on here with some more questions that I got. Well, I tell you what, Saturday just kicked my butt in college football. And some of these college quarterbacks, their decision-making is terrible. The kid from Texas, that 85-yard pick six was just, uh, I don't even know why he threw the ball there. I have no idea. And the Florida uh, LSU game, I don't understand where these guys think they're throwing the ball to. And the offensive coordinators, I don't understand what the heck they're doing. A lot of inexperience. There's a lot of great talent, but when you're a great talent without experience, uh, you're going to force things. You're going to make mistakes, and you know you're betting on 18-year-old kids. Sometimes uh, they're going to make a mistake, and that's going to happen. There's going to be more and more, I think, in college football because these young kids are getting an opportunity to play right away. And and believe me, they're making plays. Look at this, Khalid Williams for Oklahoma. He's been tremendous. We go from Spencer Rattler from the Heisman Trophy favorite to the bench. He's on the bench now for a freshman. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. You're right, Mike. Uh, lots of favorites bite the dust in week seven. <laughs> uh, as you can see by, if you look at the rankings right now in college football, you got Georgia 1, Cincinnati 2, which, you know, I think Cincinnati's a great team. Oklahoma 3, Alabama 4, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, and Oregon. Uh, were there? What was the surprise for you in, in, in Week 7 and as far as upsets? Well, the number one, Liberty, going down as a 32-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana Monroe. Um that's Terry Bowden at Louisiana Monroe. So he's, you know, got the pedigree and he's been around. He's he's done a nice job where he's at, but he doesn't have the talent there. But it shows you what coaching can do without even a lack of talent. Uh, they scored 28 points in the third quarter. It was my biggest play of the weekend. I had under in that game. I know. <laughs> 13 nothing at halftime. It was really 7 nothing the entire first half. And, and Liberty scored with seconds left on the clock in the first half. Right. To go up 14 nothing, And then... I, I'm just amazed. I, I said, that bet's a really good bet because I don't think Monroe can score, and I was feeling good at halftime when they are getting shut out. But, man, 28 points they put up in the in the third quarter. Uh, Liberty came back to tie it, but Monroe wins the game as a 32-point favorite to lose. It's one of the biggest upsets in the past 10 years. Uh, there was a couple others, not major ones, but Iowa going down, obviously, as a as a 12-point favorite was another big one. Well, and the unders seemed like they took over in, in Week 7 uh, because... <laughs> Well, let's take the Tennessee um, Ole Miss game, for instance. We all thought that was going to be big. I mean, everybody yeah. did. Boy, we're, we're, you know, very, very wrong on that. It just seemed like the unders took over, didn't it? We had the plays in the game at, at halftime. I was ready to go back in and bet more over at halftime because they had 91 plays combined at halftime. Wow. That's ridiculous. The average is 71. So they had 20 more plays than a normal college game would have. Uh, and they, they ended up with over 180 plays in that football game. 
they just moved the ball between the 20s. They couldn't get it done when they got to the red zone. A lot of offense, a lot of yards, but we didn't get the points. And unders were big, 33 and 18. Uh, they cashed in last week. So if you're an under player, it's been a while since it was a good under week. Right. Uh, the the pre, three previous weeks have been all about break even. Uh, but on the year now for the season, FBS games only, unders are 175 and 143 over. So 32 um, plus, but minus eight, minus 14 in juice. So if you bet every game under for the year, you're up 18 units right now. Huh. Crazy, isn't it? You know, you had talked all along that unders throughout uh, betting, it, the unders usually are, are the way to go. And once again, it proves that out. Uh, I think it's proven that the Big Ten, in my opinion, is overrated because I'm an SEC guy. Uh, Michigan State, Iowa, Penn State, you know, I, I think they're all overrated. I Is Ohio State still the team to beat in that conference? I think so. I have them uh, five and a half points better than Michigan. But, you know, they play at Michigan, and that home field is big. So that that's going to be a pick em type of game. But Michigan's got a couple of other tough games along the way. They play at Michigan State and at Penn State, two games that they could possibly lose. So uh, things will change quite a bit uh, when you got a lot of talent. I, I don't know if they're overrated, Bob. I think they're very, very good conference. I have uh, three teams um, in the top ten, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State right now. So they're, they're going to kind of cannibalize each other. I know Michigan State is good. They're 18th in my poll. Um Wisconsin, number 24. It's going to be very interesting. Oh, Iowa, I missed them, number 18. So six right. teams in the top 25. And, it, you know, Iowa's got that uh, edge for their side of the conference. Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State are all going to be battling it out to see who makes the uh, Big Ten championship game. You know, I totally respect your opinion on everything in sports. But I just got to say, Penn State's there because they didn't play. I cannot believe that they were a top 10 team. They're good. I think they're good, Bob. Okay. Um, they're 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 a good football team. I think they're well coached. Uh, they're solid on both sides of the football. Their quarterback's their most important part. Clifford, uh, six and a half point guy, so he's got to be healthy. Uh, and if he is, I think they can uh, they can they can compete with almost anybody in the country. That's your anti Big Ten senses kicking in there, Bob. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> what that is. Yeah, that's exactly what that yeah, is. Yeah, I get that from you, don't I? I may possibly. <laughs> All right, that takes care of this week's edition of the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports, kennywhitesports.com. And we'll check you all next week.